Promise to embrace, decision to make. Action to take, a promise to embrace, a choice to make. And I'll repeat that as we study. Open your Bibles to the first chapter of the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 1. There is a great invitation given in Isaiah 1 and verse 18. What we are going to do is look at the action God's people are told to take, the promise they are told to embrace, and then the decision that they would need to make. All right? If you would, look at Isaiah 1, verses 16 and 17. And Isaiah 1, 16 and 17 consist of nine commands, short and to the point. It sounds an awful lot like James chapter 4, where there's ten commandments given just back to back to back. James 4, verses 7 and following. But you look here at Isaiah 1, 16 and 17. They are told to take this action. Number one, wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your deeds from before my eyes. All three of these commands specifically concern what God's people needed to do in relation to God. This is what you need to do in relation to God. Now the next three commands will be what they need to practice personally. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. And then the next three commands of the nine, the final three have to do with societal matters, what society should do. And stop and think about this. Although this was written to the people of God about 800 years before Jesus came, it may as well have been written to the United States in 2023. What do people need to do concerning the relationship with God? They need to come clean. They need to get clean. And they need to remove the evil of their deeds before the eyes of God. Think about that one. And then, cease to do evil, learn to do good, and seek justice. Now, what does society need to do itself? Correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, and plead the widow's cause. Action that needs to be taken. But really the focus of tonight's mini-lesson 
is on verse 18. God says, come now. Let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. A promise to embrace. They needed to take some action. They needed to clean up their act, we might say. But look at verse 18 and this invitation. First of all, come now. That's a remarkably tender and gracious thing. The nature of this invitation is tender and gracious. Come now. Come now. Stop for a moment and think. Secondly, the nature of this invitation is reasonable. Let us reason together. Come now, let us reason together. It's reasonable. When you think about this aspect of things, God's saying, let's talk. There is strife and separation between us. Let's talk. Let's settle things. And while he's the judge and he could say, you're guilty of so many things, come now, let us reason together. And then the expression says, the Lord. The nature of this invitation is very simple. God is taking the initiative. You read Isaiah chapter 1, and he is likening his own people to Sodom and Gomorrah. That's something to think about. Come now, let us reason together says the Lord. He's taking initiative. And then notice amazing cleansing is possible. Though your sins be as scarlet. In Hebrew the term literally means double dyed. It would be just as dark and red as you could possibly get. And they used, at that particular point in history, as I understand things, worms to produce this red dye. And you have to squish an awful lot of worms to get that red dye. That's being spoken of here. Though your sins be as scarlet. You might remember in Joshua chapter 2 and verse 18 there was a scarlet cord placed by Rahab's family there out the window that she would make her spared and her family whenever Israel came, the army came. You might think of Matthew 27 and verse 28, whenever Jesus was being mocked, one of the things they did was put a scarlet robe on him. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. The contrast couldn't be greater. 
Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. From red and sinful and stained to pure and clean and white. Now notice this. Notice they had a decision to make. Look at the last two verses here, 19 and 20, in this context. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be eaten by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Look at Acts 22.16 in your Bible. Acts 22.16. Action to take. And now, why do you tarry? Arise and be baptized. There is a promise to embrace and wash away your sins. There's a decision to make calling on the name of the Lord. As I call on the name of the Lord in baptism, my sins are washed away. It's an action that needs to be taken by you and me. If it was true of a religious person like Saul of Tarsus, and that's the context... It's needed for you and me as well. Look at Acts 2.38. There's an action to take. There's a promise to embrace. There's a decision to make. The action to take, repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus. There is a promise to embrace for the forgiveness of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And there's a decision to make. What shall I do? Short lesson. Powerful invitation from Isaiah 1 and verse 18. Let us stand and sing.